and a one and a two and a banana banana bum bum Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Introducing your No One Likes the Tuna Favorites. Yeah. The home team. The whole team. <laughs> Nick, Daryl. The whole team. <laughs> the whole team. Yeah. We got everybody on this one. This is episode 200 of No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And Daryl, every week we watch a Fast and Furious movie and talk about it. This week, however, we decided to do something else. And right before we decided to do that and record this podcast, my microphone fucked out. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so um, this is me. For the pod. Um, but we decided to watch a movie oft requested of us to watch. I feel like there's a lot of overlap between what we do and what this movie does. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse. Do you want to intro the movie to our uh, listening audience, to our beloved listeners? We had the unique pleasure mm. for our 200th episode mm-hmm. to watch a crowd-nominated favorite <laughs> slash punishment. Netflix's most over 10 billion hours streamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, featuring yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yep. Ryan Reynolds, yep. and Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, yep. Was She's it a 2021 it. release of Smash Red Notice? Smash Red it. Notice. Mm-hmm. I just want to get this out of the way very quickly. Yeah. So, like, we can move on with this episode. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, that just needs to be said. Uh-huh. And, like, I think this movie's extraordinarily lazy and kind of incompetent and looks terrible and um, it's kind of antithetical to all the things I like appreciate in performance and artistry and movie making mm-hmm. uh, as a person who does that for a living, hopefully sometimes. Yeah. Um, so that's, where I'm landing on red notice for this episode. <laughs> I'll talk about some specifics as to why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. But that's genuinely, I find this movie like offensively bad. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, I think along the same lines here, my basic categorization or my basic assessment of the movie here is it is The Rock's tribute to Vin Diesel. In what way? I love that. I I love it, but in what way? (laughs) It's when I think about when I think about Rock pre Fast and Furious, and I think about Rock post Fast Furious. I look at some of the indirect and direct, um, uh, yeah, like call outs in this movie. Yeah, this is without a doubt um, influenced by Vin Diesel movies by the Fast and Furious. I think that's true. I think the fact. Well, yeah. I think that's like the the Fast and the Furious movie. Along, I mean, it it goes along with like the franchises franchisization of modern day, you know, entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this movie is a really heavy reflection of the Marvel shit. Um. In a lot of bad ways, in my opinion. Not that those movies, like those, are, those Marvel movies, are movies I watch, and like definitely some of them I enjoy. But like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of bad effects that trickle down from them. Essentially, a lot of which are seen in this movie here. Mm-hmm. Red Notice. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, 
I mean, I love the Vin Diesel tribute. I just don't like. I don't. I can't lay all as much as I'd like to. I can't lay every piece of blame on Vin. Period. The end. Walk away. Eat my mm-hmm. dinner. You know, it's not a blame. I think it's an inspiration. I think right. that in working, yeah, in working within and working with the Fast and Furious, like there's there's elements of this movie that they picked up. There's there's parts of his character in Hobbs and Shaw that he carries with him totally in into this movie, and it's part of the it's part of the Rock's ongoing performance, which. I agree. I I just think like if you were in a trailer with The Rock, like having a can, like just buddies having mm-hmm. a candid conversation with him, which would never happen because I refuse to believe he has like friends on that level, right? Like 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 dudes he just like gabs with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's a thing in his life, which is makes me look kind of sad for him. But <laughs> but whatever. But if if that. You know, and you were like, do you, do you credit Vin Diesel with sort of where you're at and the kind of movies you make? You'd be like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? You'd be like, I invented Hobbs. I took those movies to another level. Like, I brought my personality, my brand, my shit to those movies. And now, like, that was rejected. And now I'm taking that brand and taking that personality and what I've brought and, like, doing my own thing with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and it's like me, Ryan, Kevin, like – we're out. <laughs> we don't want to play with you anymore, Vin. You know, so I like gal, definitely you with us or not? Yeah. Gal, you with us or are you not? Yeah, a gal's like, I think yes. I'm with. I'm with you. I get weird vibes from from Vin <laughs> over there, right? Um, which is understandable. I mean, especially now with the Fast X controversies going on and like Vin's increasingly weird and desperate Instagram posts with a series of hostages on the set of <laughs> Fast X. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. Like, more power to you. Do your thing. Um, I don't know. This movie just rolls and like all... It's like in the like. There's a straight up voiceover in the beginning. It's like in ancient times, Cleopatra had three eggs, and you're like, oh Jesus, fuck, <laughs> like, uh-huh. just, like it's just be this thing about these fucking eggs, yep, egging <laughs> it up. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I it, like the setup doesn't work. It's like the setup is bullshit. It's three, like, MacGuffins for them to go fucking find and make jokes. And, like, they start quipping at each other like they do in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's going to be two hours of this. Yeah. Like, joking about eggs. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? uh, so that is disheartening off the bat. And, then, and that's what it is. It doesn't doesn't get much better, in my opinion, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, this movie is directed by Ross Rawson Marshall Thurber. Who is that? You may mm-hmm. ask. <laughs> uh huh. You may ask that question. I, well, you know, <laughs> that's the whole sentence. I. <laughs> uh, nothing sure. else notable. Mm, nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can look it up real quick. I didn't look it up. I just got his name from the credits, but I've never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's made something I've seen. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, is it time, Daryl, though, I think... Okay. I'm going to say something maybe bad. Is it time to talk about Gal Gadot? Mm. Because um, her performance, not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So like, which, no, it's not (laughs) right. Like, um, is it, yeah, I don't know, like, is it time to talk about her as a performer in general? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure. 
Or like, are we there yet as a society to talk about that? Mm-hmm. She has qual- a quality to her that's incredibly enticing. And that's, you know, partly I because she's like one of the most beautiful people to ever exist. And partly because she has like charisma that like, that works. And mm-hmm. an accent that works. Um, and... I just, she's not, in my estimation, a standout actor. Right. At least, and in this movie, at least, I'm going to say something I just said was bad, but at (laughs) least Ryan is bringing, like, his brand, and The Rock is bringing his brand. And so, Mm -hmm. off those two performances, you're getting something very comfortable. At least, right? That you're mm-hmm. familiar with. And that you're like, I know what I'm going to get, and here it is, and I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. And she's giving a performance as a character, which weirdly doesn't work for this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like, I'd love to see her shine in something. I mean, she certainly shined in, like, the first Wonder Woman, but it's a lot of, like, slow motion moving her gauntlets around <laughs> deflecting right, bullets, right, right. right? Right, gauntlets and the uh, whip of truth. Yeah, whipping the truth up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Saying things like, war is bad. <laughs> you know, like, like. And then, yeah, and then otherwise hanging out at the museum parties. Yeah, Hank, right, right. So this is another museum party movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, this, not museum, but like Soto Voce's house party. Yeah. The house party in this movie looks like it was filmed on a green screen. Like every <laughs> single part of this movie looks like dog shit. Yeah, the lighting is terrible. It it's- falls... Terrible. Yeah, it's worse than even what would what some would call the worst Fast and the Furious movie. It's worse than Too Fast, Too Furious. Definitely. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh like my, miles. The filmmaking and like competency in terms of craft on Too Fast is light years ahead of this movie, and it makes you know? these high profile A list celebrities look kind of terrible. They look awful. <laughs> <laughs> this movie looks awful. Mm-hmm. This movie looks like it was shot in a closet in Atlanta with like one lamp on their faces the entire time. And I, I'm sure people worked hard on this movie. And like, I, I appreciate that in this business, I really want to say this. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that in this business, you don't always get to do the things that you want to do. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know how to say that in any nicer way, but like, I mean, it honestly looks like every single performance is pulled off a green screen, plated into some mushy, like low res background plate and like, just like, yep, great. You know? And like, oh, Ryan's free on Thursday. He's not doing an ad for Mint Mobile. Maybe we can film this scene. You know, like it Mm -hmm. just feels like that. And it's, yeah, and I would venture to say it's the worst looking of all three main actors' movies ever, right? Even if you think back to, you know, uh, The Mummy (laughs) or... Totally. Yeah, like... There's a notoriously bad shot in this, not the, like, Mummy Returns, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. It's either The Mummy Returns or, like, the spinoff Scorpion King one that... Mm -hmm. The Rock did, where he right. is like a scorpion man and like is fully CGI and like yeah. looks terrible. I'll take that day in and day out <laughs> over this. <laughs> like, it's hard to put my finger on it. And like, I wish I had the vocabulary a little bit better and the knowledge of like technically what, but it's like that's no good on a podcast anyway. Mm-hmm. But Honestly, this movie looks like fucking pieced together out of like horrible, just like daylight lamps in a green screen 
you know, wherever they shot it. It's frustrating, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And it's gross to look at. And I'm, I really don't like it. The whole prison sequence sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I wish, like, episode 200, let's have a good time. But, like. Yeah. Fuck this movie. Um, when I first when I started it, I had watched it previously. I think in when, yeah when it came out, November twenty twenty one. So this is my second watch for it. Um, in the first, let's say third of it, I definitely got it mixed up with Jungle Cruise, mm. which I yeah. watched more recently. And much more enjoyable movie. I agree. I think yeah. much more enjoyable and. Uh, yeah, I think I've done myself benefit in blending these two movies together. <laughs> yeah, probably. You, you, you've benefited Red Notice by doing mm-hmm. it. Like, you, you, it's generous to Red Notice. Yeah. Jungle Cruise, at least, like, A, has a couple sets that look mm-hmm. good that they filmed outdoors. You know, and, like, like the, there's definitely some mushy green screen bullshit in that movie. Mm-hmm. A, quite a bit of it, but... And mostly, I'm sure, on, like, the rock days when, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, it's also got interesting performance. You know, like, it's got Emily Blunt, who mm-hmm. is incredible. Uh, it's got Jack, what's his name, the comedian, um, who plays her brother. It's got Jesse Plemons, a great actor. It's got performances that are, like, dynamic and, like, lift you into the screen. Mm-hmm. Tends to fucking help. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's got a script that's like, yes, it's quippy, but it's not like like the script for Red Notice is a dickhead. <laughs> Where like it's me. It's just meaningless. Like yeah. every part of it is referential and meaningless. And like Ryan Reynolds is like, at, when they're at the prison and they're making the rock wall or teamwork, he's like rock Jenga. And Ryan has this way of delivering a line that makes you think it's very clever and like a good thing to say. And like, but it's actually idiotic and bad writing. It doesn't reference anything. It isn't a callback. It's just like a thing to say. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a credit to Ryan that he's capable of doing that, you know? Um, but every single joke in this movie or like one liner or whatever, it's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> it's a sign of the times, though. People are into yeah. that. Yeah, they are, I guess. It's, you know, apparently <laughs> two trillion people watch this on mm-hmm. Netflix on the first day. You know, I was one of them. I watched this movie in twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like it then either. Um, but you know, I don't know. But going back, like I guess going back to Gal, like uh, I may be off the Gal dog train we'll see mm-hmm. but they're remaking it to make a th- to catch a thief with gal mm-hmm. which is a great Cary grant movie yeah like excellent like really fun and Cary grant is like ultra charming and amazing um but um, yeah, so they're like remaking it. I'm sure for like Disney Plus for Gaga mm-hmm. Dog. <laughs> yeah, I think Sounds she awesome. needs. To, yeah, I think she needs to take a break from action adventure mm. and change it up. Do an indie movie. Do something small. Do like where's the problem? The problem. I guess the problem is, like, there's no rom-com. Like, rom-coms don't exist anymore. Like, studio rom-coms do not exist. Mm -hmm. So, like, her track is so different than it was 15 or 20 years ago where, like, you pop in Fast and Furious. And then you do, like, four or five, you know, three or four, like, studio rom-coms as, like, a Mm -hmm. lead, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And like you're funny, you can be funny and charming and different and all that sort of, you know. But like sh- to gals, I guess to be generous, like she doesn't have a lot of avenues, mm-hmm. right? Like the leading lady avenues are so slim these days, which is mm-hmm. bullshit, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can be a superhero. Mm, or you know yeah you can't take the um uh there will never be another sandra bullock it's not gonna happen again right mm-hmm. like maybe in 10 years we swing back around and like all people are very tight get you know as culture does it rebels against itself so maybe in 10 years pe- there's like a you know a quiet anti-superhero rebellion and we go back to making interesting original ip studio rom-coms it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> i saw the lost city the other week or whatever mm-hmm. that like channing tatum went, fuck yeah dude yeah. Like, whatever <laughs> I was like, this is funny an original idea it's got sandy bullock in it it's got mm-hmm. channing tatum where you been bud like we're having a good time <laughs> You know, but I'm sure it like underperformed and the studios are, it will go hide those kinds of movies away for another five years until someone takes a chance on another one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know? And in the meantime, we'll get Red Notice 2, <laughs> 3, oh. 4. They've signed on. I mean, 2 and 3 are happening for sure. Uh-huh. You know? I'm sure they're being filmed in a hotel room right now. <laughs> At the rock's convenience. Rough. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, let's try to, like, turn this around a little bit. Let's try to turn episode 200 ju- around just, like, for a minute. Like, what... Is there anything in this movie that, like, we can point to as a positive? Hmm. Hmm. I don't have a ton of positives in here. No, I mean I don't. I don't think I have any you know, I on like, my list. Uh, yeah, I like the remake of the Too Fast, Too Furious end scene tunnel. With, mm-hmm. I mean, is the is the driving just as on? mushy and brown too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it bigger, but yeah, still worse. Um, and it ends in what I would call the signature Vin Diesel uh, jump off of a waterfall. Detach yourself from a car. True. In a reservoir. True. It does. Mm-hmm. And have you... Does this... Um, does Vin Diesel's audition for Cats actually exist or not? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. I would say the eggs look good. Mm-hmm. Whoever the prop guy is who made... Or woman who made the eggs... The eggs look good. They good looking eggs. Yeah, they're like you know they're fancy and interesting and like Fabergé. Um, did they steal eggs in an Ocean's movie? I haven't seen twelve or thirteen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I remember eleven quite a bit because I watched it. I've I've seen it numerous times, but I think I've only seen twelve and thirteen once mm-hmm. each. And I don't remember them very well. Got it. I remember there is a plot line in Ocean's 12 where Julia Roberts pretends she's Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts' character <laughs> pretends that she is Julia Roberts. Very confusing on the first watch. <laughs> very confusing. <laughs> Which, like... I don't know. I can't speak to like how they execute it. And like, I also can't, I know it was sort of panned at the time. It'd be worth going back and like reevaluating that movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll write an article about it for yeah. music movies and hoops. Um, but, but like, <laughs> like 
bold idea <laughs> like that's all I, I, that's like part, part you know i've never <laughs> since then i've never seen anybody try to attempt that i have rewatched Ocean, oceans 11 within the past year or two yeah and it works and it holds oh up. 11 yeah. rips dude that's good it works and holds up and that particular component of the movie i like it 12 11 or 12 because i think that's in 12 is that in 12 yeah right, i mixed them up but yeah. yeah 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 okay well i'm i'd be down to like watch it again i think um <laughs> yeah no <laughs> you can tell how much we like red notice from the fact of how much we're talking about oceans 12 on this podcast. <laughs> yeah <laughs> soderbergh dude keeps cranking them out do you see kimmy who? Kimmy. The movie Kimmy came out last year. Oh, no, I don't think so. Good movie. Yeah? Yeah. Had a good time. Um, Red Notice. I put a note, I put a yeah. note on here, and mm. I don't remember it, but I think Ryan Reynolds was interviewed on David Letterman's interview show. And all oh, I put my here... My next guest needs no introduction or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I put here was Ryan Reynolds interview no good, and that's mm. it. That's all I put. Was not entertaining. No. What? What? Was he oh. like guarded? I mean, I. He, my guess yeah. is yes. Yeah. Like he was guarded, yeah. and I'm remembering it now. Um, he let David over, uh, David Letterman over his house, and they were making pizza, and uh, yeah, I think just felt very like PR of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, house, we'll make pizza like buds. Like, but actually, this is a PR thing. Mm-hmm. I know the feeling. I do get the sense, though, from Ryan Reynolds in general, and I don't have any. But I do feel like there is a part of it that's like this is me genuinely. Like I'm <laughs> like this, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, if it comes off as guarded and you know whatever pr you know like public relationsy i'm sorry but like this is me this actually is me <laughs> you know i am this like dude do, do, like quippy weird dude who's like kind of fake and not really you know like i think his fakeness is isn't actually fakeness i i kind of think it's i have this like sinking feeling that it's kind of genuine but it just feels that way, and like mm-hmm. that's got to be a frustrating situation for old Ryan, you know. Um, yeah, but like I don't feel that bad for the dude. I don't feel that bad for like any millionaire. That's sort of like where I'm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really yeah. feel that bad for you. You don't need it. You don't need me to feel bad for you. No. You have millions of dollars, so. Um, and you have a beautiful wife and uh, a couple of beautiful children and a great life. Mm-hmm. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I can't imagine like Ryan would be a good hang or The Rock would be a good hang or Gal Gadot would be a good hang. Mm-hmm. Honestly, maybe Soto Voce in this movie would be kind of a good hang. <laughs> Mr. Trace uh, Comas. Trace Comas. Trace Comas. Yeah, that's where I that's where I know him from. Right. He's in yeah. uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. He plays like the asshole billionaire in Silicon Valley. That's totally right. Um, Chris. Something. He has a very long Greek, maybe last name. Cool. Um, he is okay in this movie. I uh, I think he's probably the best performance in the movie. I had the same thought, actually. Yeah, I had the same thought. Do you think? Do you think, or do you know of anything that he has um, starred in? He's he's a side character as much as I've seen him. But... Definitely, yeah. From my whatever. I mean, he may have something. Coming around the band here, but I, I don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. That could be fun. 
you know, I'd I'd watch him. I'm sure he he'll be in Red Notice two and three and four and <laughs> six. You know, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, alleged. Wait, is he dying? He drinks poison and then does he die after that? He, he gets up. like he like gets very woozy. He does a lot of shooting. I remember. Yeah. I don't think he dies. Okay, that's good. Leave it open ended. It'd be great. Soda Voce returns. Okay, so Ross Rawson Marshall Thurber. I assumed this was gonna be like um a stunt guy. You know, because like the rock likes to hire like his stunt stunt coordinators to direct his movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume that's and like and then I looked at the picture, I was like, oh, definitely stunt guy. He's like beefed up. But not the case, I don't think. Hmm. I think he's just sort of like a writer director. Um he Yeah, I mean he directed so he directed Central Intelligence, which is where he met The Rock, obviously. Okay. How did he get that? I don't know. He directed a movie, a comedy called We're the Millers, which I've never seen. He also directed Skyscraper, a movie I'm a little bit fond of. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know this one. Uh, sounds... you never seen Skyscraper? I don't think so. I it would sounds... say... Yeah, go ahead. It sounds like... Um, what was it? Judge Dredd. Or something. It sounds it's like not. a movie. It's a rock movie. vehicle okay. where he's like, he needs to climb a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what if the rock really needed to climb a skyscraper for some reason? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Okay, sold. I'm um, assuming he does so from the inside and faces. Um, partly. Yeah. But I think <laughs> also partly from the outside. Okay, okay. I also think he has one leg. In the movie, like he's oh. a he's like an amputee, mm-hmm. so that makes <laughs> climbing the skyscraper harder. <laughs> I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Anyway, so yeah, and that movie was like 2018, which is for me the peak of The Rock is charismatic and interesting and a movie star, and then it was like all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm oversaturated with this. Hmm. Um, I would say like of the rock vehicles, San Andreas being one of them, Hobson Shaw, Skyscraper. I'd say Skyscraper maybe. I'd love to watch it again, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about it is there's these extended, which were clearly filmed extremely elsewhere. There's these extended scenes with it takes place in. Shanghai, I think. Okay. And there's these extended scenes with the cops, and the cops are all Chinese cops, and they're in the whole scenes are in Chinese. There's like a half an hour of this movie that's like in Chinese and subtitles. I was like, this bangs. Like, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> like they clearly got like two very hot, like Chinese soap opera actors to like come in and play these Chinese cops. And it's a play for a Chinese market, but it's like very it's, strategic. Those parts of the movie are good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm it's like, a good play. Yeah, it's a good play. Worked on me, dude. <laughs> you know? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember about Skyscraper. <laughs> Maybe good. Mm-hmm. When I think about the Rocks catalog, what's what's I think floats to the top for me in terms of potentially top three without putting too much thought into it. Um, I like that one that we watched where he's a tooth fairy. The tooth fairy, yeah. The tooth fairy. Yeah, I like the tooth fairy. That's what it's yeah. I like Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is a great movie. I would not call it a rock movie, mm. though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, um, I, I think I only watched it one time, but I remember liking the rundown. The rundown is good. I think Sean William Scott. I think the rundown is pretty good. Mm -hmm. There's another one where he is a football player and has a daughter. Is that the Tooth Fairy? I feel like there's Mm. one where he's a hockey player and there's (laughs) one where he's a football player. Mm -hmm. 
I watched I watched both of those. You've watched, seen both of them, right? I definitely have. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't remember what the fuck is what. Oh, and G.I. Joe 2, G.I. Joe Retaliation, it might be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and he's definitely the star of that movie. There's like a Channing Tatum switch, bait and switch, where... Um, uh, yeah, that movie's crazy because Channing Tatum was in the first G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good. And then they made two and the whole thing was like Channing Tatum dies at the very beginning and The Rock takes over the crew. Like Channing Tatum was like, I don't really want to be in the sequel. I will be in for like a little cameo and then mm-hmm. go away. Um, But it was right at the moment where Channing was like becoming the greatest, like the biggest movie star in the world. Mm-hmm. So clearly the producers of G.I. Joe 2 were like, this four minutes of footage we have with Channing Tatum, can we stretch that out to like 45 minutes of the movie, <laughs> please? And so literally you see like repeated shots of like the exact same shot of Channing Tatum like walking through the same door and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, we need more, please, we got to put more Channing in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Um Anyway, did you see Rampage? I think we're just going through the rocks, which, like, I'm f- fine with at this point. I don't Rampage. want to talk about. That's a uh, King Kong variant? Uh, no, it's not. It's <laughs> not King Kong. It's based on a video game called Rampage. Anyway, there's, like, a big lizard and a big wolf, and I think, yes, yeah, a big monkey also. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And The Rock is their, like, animal trainer slash scientist who experiments on genetically mute. But then they get out. It gets it gets hmm. out of hand. Yeah. Okay. I definitely did not see that one. But I distinctly remember the movie poster because it was on the bus stop on the end of my block over here. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um Man, this motherfucker has made a lot of <laughs> movies. I'm just like going through it. I, I, you know, I thought it was like it's like a lot of fucking movies, man. Like more than one a year. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2013 alone, he had Snitch, GI Joe Retaliation, something called Empire State that I've never heard of, Pain and Gain. Furious Six. Wow. Holy shit, man. Anyway. Rock is the rock. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and again, like you feel the over, I feel oversaturated with him at this point. Mm-hmm. He's not a person I'm going to like go to the box office for. Maybe Rock needs to go do an indie movie. Maybe. <laughs> But, like, he's too busy selling tequila to do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. He needs to stop the machine. I mean, I, I say that in, I say that um, because I think that that's how actors reinvent themselves. They do a couple indies, take on a slightly different essence, and they come back and they can do different stuff. Well, okay, so, like, I, I kind of agree with you. The Rock, I mean, clearly Rawson, look, no offense to Rawson, Marshall, Thuper, okay? Mm-hmm. But, like, The Rock is hiring this guy that he's worked with before, that he thinks is a pretty steady hand, that he likes working with and gets along with, and, crucially, that will do what he says. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely a thing. He wants to make a Rock movie. This is understandable. Right? It's part of being a movie star. You executive produce a movie for yourself and you make it the way you want and like you hire a director to figure out the coverage. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Tom Cruise, a great movie star, does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? He hires Joe Kaczynski to make Top Gun 2. What has Joe Kaczynski made? Not a ton. He made Oblivion with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. It's like, it wasn't, 
my first choice for Top Gun 2, but whatever. But the thing about Tom Cruise is he did what you said. Tom Cruise, very early on in his career, was like, I want to be the best I can be. And how did he do that? He went and worked with literally the best directors he could find. Mm-hmm. Right? He didn't like... And I just read this interview as part of the Top Gun press tour where he was talking with Glenn Powell. You know, he was talking about, you know, being on set with these guys. And Glenn Powell plays one of the young hot pilots in Top Gun 2. And he was like, he basically was talking to Glenn. And he was like, what kind of career do you want? You know, he's like, I want a career like yours, man. He's like, well, do you know how I got my career? He's like, yeah, man. You took great roles. He's like, no, 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 no. I was in great movies, right? Like, I've made a point of going and like making great movies with great artists. Like whether the, what the role was in that movie, like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, but I wanted to be part of that experience. I wanted to see how the, that craft was made. And so he works with Ridley Scott, he works with Tony Scott, you know, he works with Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works with De Palma. He works with like big, 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 big auteurs. And so when it comes time for Tom Cruise to like be the boss and make his Tom Cruise movie now in his career and hire the guy who will do what he says, the thing is Tom Cruise knows a lot more about what he's fucking talking about mm-hmm. than The Rock does. And that's the way I see it. <laughs> you want to do some shout outs? Sure. You got something? No, dude. This is two hundred. You should have prepped. You uh, prepped. I'm having a rough right. time. I'll do mine I'm... first. Okay. I have an anti-shout out. <laughs> a special one for this uh, episode two hundred. Oh yeah. I yeah. I want an anti-shout out to. Um, sorry, let me just check my. Uh, my dumbass. <laughs> so um i'm currently in newburgh new york up the hudson river Uh and i got here via airplane i was supposed to fly on a sunday night like two weeks ago but I got the wrong kind of COVID test for the flight. <laughs> Ooh. So I get to the airport. The first time I went to the airport, I got to the airport. You know, I get there two hours early. I go to the check-in line. The check line is long and it's moving slow, you know? And uh, I was like antsy as hell. I had the paperwork. I thought I needed and the line's moving very slow and I think I'm going to miss this flight. I'm like, I'm not making this flight. Like tick tock, tick tock flights at nine. Oh, it's seven fifteen. Oh, it's suddenly seven thirty. Oh, it's seven forty-five. Oh, it's eight fifteen. You know, like getting nervous. But as I get to the front of the line, clearly they're like getting people through because the people el- all other people in line are like on the same flight. So they're like, let's move this along. But I'm literally like, you know what? It's in God's hands. Like, I don't... Like, if I miss a flight, I miss a flight. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I guess. I get to the front. I get up to the thing. I'm like, I'm going to make this flight. Unbelievable. I hand the guy, like, look at my copy of my COVID test. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> he's like, you need a different... You need a different thing. And I was like, oh... I was like, I'm not getting on this flight, huh? He's like, nah, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I left. Left the airport. That was it. I was done. I flew four days later when I rescheduled. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being kind of okay because, like, in those four days, I, like, secured the contract I was trying to secure. So, like, I was more confident about making the trip for the job mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. I was kind of jumping the gun, but 
it was still um, not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just shout out to yourself. So, what's the one? What's what type of test do you need to fly? So, I took a rapid, which you're allowed to use, but. What I didn't know was that you had to do the rapid at like a supervised pharmacy. Mm. And they had to like have a very special form where they signed and said, yes, I administered this rapid to this person and I did it at this time. And it was, we waited together for 15 minutes. And so it wasn't quite the wrong like type of test, but it was just the wrong setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh, it said on the website, like, you take a rapid, but I should have read, like, one sentence further. It was like a, that kind of sentence. I was like, I was like, yeah, a rapid is, I said, rapid is acceptable. I was like, oh, great, okay. <laughs> like, in my mind, I was like, ah, I'll just pop it at home before I go mm-hmm. to the airport. <laughs> I, like, took a snap on my phone of the <laughs> negative test. He's like, we good? We good? Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Came from my nose just this morning. Just, just today. Prop, pretty pinky, <laughs> pinky promise. Uh, so I see. Th- yeah, that okay. didn't work out for me. Uh, do you? Did you think of one in the in the interim? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll give a shout out. Yeah, I was gonna go anti, but I'll I'll change go it. Pro. I will. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go pro. I want to give a shout out to uh, the sport of tennis, and I've been. Uh, I played a little bit of tennis maybe a while back. I'm going to say that if I shouted out to it, um, you know, four years ago, mm. that this is a uh, refresher on that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of tennis. There's mm. a court a uh, block away from where I live. I've been playing with my neighbor, and it's fun. Cool. And we're not very good. But, no. uh, yeah, like I have a uh, – I have like a little bit of history with tennis. I took a little bit. Uh, like I took like a week of summer camp. Yeah, so and, that's how, it's like me and sailing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I did one week of sailing when I was nine. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm pretty confident I could steer this boat. Whenever I see, have boats really changed that much? Have they really like, changed that much? Wind is the same. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I played a little bit of tennis, but I've I've tried to keep up with it uh, over the years, and uh, I still got it. Okay. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I still got it. So it's fun. The weather's really nice. And a couple of years ago when I was like interested in like taking it up again, we had you still had to have tennis permits. They cost money, you had to line up, it was very organized. But since uh COVID, they're not enforcing that stuff anymore. So free for all. Yeah, it's 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 street ball, it's free for all. As tennis should be. As it should be. Yeah. So it's nice, and there's there's a bunch of different people that kind of show up, and it's very courteous. People wait, and we can you can knock you can knock some balls around for you know twenty thirty minutes and get out of there, and it's close by, and I've been really enjoying it. So, uh, the key to enjoying uh, recreational tennis, if for those who don't know or are interested in giving this a try, fresh tennis balls. Oof. Yeah, don't show up. Don't borrow any. Mm-mm. Whatever you have already, if you haven't played in a while, treat them like they're trash, mm-hmm. okay? Freshies, fresh tennis balls. I can the smell key. them now. When you crack that lid on a mm-hmm. fresh tube of tennis yeah. balls, oh, my God. That's it. That's it's what like, it's all about. It's like you can get high off that shit. That's incredible <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all right. Shout out to tennis. I, my whole family played when I was a child, except Mm -hmm. I, as a rebellious youngster, decided that I didn't want to. So Mm -hmm. I never did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not like tennis. I played a little bit. Like I have hit balls with a tennis racket, but I, yeah, I'm not good. And I, couldn't really do it. My brother is a very, very good tennis player. Actually, mm-hmm. both my brothers are very good tennis players, and one of them's eleven or whatever. He's good at tennis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a type of thing, though. Like um, that, if you you know brush up on your fundamentals, you mm-hmm. can play till you're a senior citizen. That's totally true. Yeah, which is nice. totally true. Yeah, it's one of those great sports you can play for a long, long time, and it's really good. Um, 
exercise. Mm-hmm. Running all over that fucking court. So. Cool, man. Shout out to tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, we will return with your regularly scheduled programming next week, I think. Um, <clears throat> and uh, maybe next two weeks. I'm so sorry. It's just, like been a very busy time. I, I do apologize about our lack of regular scheduling. It's been a little bit of a nutso couple of months for, I think, probably both of us. And so we're, we're trying to get these out to you guys and just bear with us, please. Uh, yeah. And if you want to yell at us about it, you can do that at Nolt Podcast on Twitter, N O L T T Podcast. Uh, where no one likes to do podcast on Instagram. No one likes to do podcast at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, please do that. It's been 200 episodes. Give us a fucking review. You know, let us know what you think. Oh, are we good? And um, patreon.com slash no one likes to do podcast. We have a bunch of uh, bonus episodes and you get to vote on our in-betweener episodes uh, in those polls. So if you want to join, you can throw us one to four dollars. Those are our tiers. So, yeah. Cool. All right, my friend Daryl. I'll talk to you next week. That sounds good. Congrats on 200. You too, man. You too.